All right, all right, we're back at it with another episode, a refreshing podcast of English and Coffee. I'm your wonderful host, Demian Gibson, and I'm here drinking some Reese's Pieces cappuccino or something like that. What are you sipping on? Aside from that, I'm sitting here in the rain. Of course, I'm in my car. Pellets of rain everywhere. People going crazy, losing their freaking mind. It's only a matter of time before they start crowding around me. I found another quiet little spot in this chaos uh, that I've just pulled over and so I could observe, see what's going on around me, but hopefully not be disturbed and as to not disturb uh, passerbys. So kind of out of the way, just sipping on this uh, Reese's Pieces uh, cappuccino that I got from Sheets. I went in there for my creme brulee, but... I guess they opted for the uh, Reese's Pieces, so here we are. Um, i, I got to be honest with you, I really didn't know what I was going to be talking about today. I said, well, once I get in motion, get out of the house, um, went fishing earlier, came back in, <gasps> excuse me, just kind of beating my head against the wall trying to figure out what, was, what I was going to talk about today, and then I said, well, you know what, once I get into the coffee, I just let the coffee talk. Huh. Today we're going to let the coffee talk, but I did get my inspiration when I went there and bought a honey bun because I needed a little something to go with this coffee. Um, and we're going to get into that in a second, but let me take a sip with you on three. One, two. Mm-hmm. And let's go. So during my little uh, visit in the store, I went to Food Line to get a honey bun, a little 50-cent chew for this coffee and you know I was looking at the people and they were all in their little holiday Christmassy whatever kind of spirit they want to get into right but here's the kicker so everybody's all you know jeans tucked in shirt Christmas sweaters and you know just got the hair done getting ready for church tomorrow nothing wrong with it but they come with their prejudices you know they're all family-oriented, everybody's doing this and doing that. You know, you come in solo, looking solo. I got on my fishing gear pretty much what I wore fishing. I don't have all my camo on, but I got on my black pants, you know, my black weather weatherized pants. Got on my black hoodie, got a sweater on under that. I'm doubled up, I'm layered up. You know, I took the toboggan off. So, I walk in the store, everybody's looking at me like, like I'm going to freaking stick up the place. I'm like, get the freak out of here. So... My thing on that was, um, don't be weak. Don't be weak. You know? Let me take a sip. Let me wash that down real quick. Don't be weak. You got a lot of weak people out here. And they wonder why they become victims sometimes of crimes, you know, when people are just looking for easy victims or something on the street. I'm not a criminal or nothing like that. But what I'm saying is, if somebody, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Just because somebody has on a big coat, you know, they might be two times the size bigger than you, whatever. This, that, come from a different side of the world than you. Don't, you know, grab your purse and, 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 and act all scared and skittish and, and try to act like, um, you know, you're intimidated. I mean, you may be intimidated, but don't show it. I mean, at least don't, don't, don't be weak. You know, don't be weak. Because that just makes people feel a certain way about about them and if if somebody's a predator and they smell that or they see that then they're going to be all over they're gonna be like oh this person's afraid and then they're going to attack them i mean you know be be on your guard but i mean don't be like i gotta build a freaking fortress because this 
one guy is walking up alongside me. I don't like that. I'm not weak. People shouldn't be weak. But a lot of people are. I don't know. They're just not securing themselves. I mean, I can see if you've been through some things before. But still, at the same time, don't, don't present weakness. It's just like with a dog. You know, if you're walking and, you know, a pit bull, you know, voracious pit bull is just out there. No leash, nothing like that. It's outside of the fence. And it's just walking along minding its own business. And you see the dog and then you're all, oh, there's a dog. Oh, he's going to hear that. And then once he hears your heart beating and all that sweat start pouring out of you, yeah, he's going to come after you because he's like, look at this weak person right here. I got to get him. I got to do it. So don't be weak. That's just my word of advice right there. But taking it back to don't judge a book by its cover. Um, we do judge books by their cover. Uh, based on people, how they look, you form an opinion about them. I don't care who it is. I don't care what they're doing. I don't care where you're from, what you've been through. You're going to form an opinion about someone based on how they look, whether it's a girl, whether it's a guy, whether it's a kid, a granddad, an old man, a mom, grandma, aunt, uh, the post office worker, the shop clerk, whatever. People, people make assumptions based on how people look. So I can't knock people for doing what they do. But what I'm saying is, little sidestep here is, you know, people going to respond how they can respond, so that's on them. But here's the thing. Don't be weak. Yes, don't be weak. But if you want to put your best foot forward, now I'm not saying I should have went and put on a freaking suit and a dang tie to go in there and buy a honey bun. But what I'm just saying is when you wear your clothing, people will judge you based on what you wear. I mean, you just you just have to take that with a grain of salt. People are going to judge you based on what you wear, whether you wear a suit, whether you wear a dress, whether you wear rags, whether you wear sweatpants, whether you wear flip-flops in the wintertime, people will judge you. Now, you ain't got to get bent out of shape about it. It's just life. So deal with it. But if you want to make a positive impression, depending on the situation, because sometimes you just don't care. Like right now, I could care less what those people think about me. But I don't want them to be weak. You know, I don't want them to be weak. I don't want them to get hurt because I know someone else would be all over them. But... Anyway, back to the, um, the conversation. People are going to judge you by what you have on. So if you want to put your best foot forward, depending on the situation, we'll just start with something like a job. Uh, for example, somebody going on an interview. Do not go in there wearing flip-flops. Okay? I don't, I don't care if it's, you're in Hawaii, right? If you're in Brazil, you know, Cuba. Do not go to the interview in flip-flops flops. Don't do it. It is a no, no. If you don't take yourself seriously, they won't take you seriously. You know what I mean? You go in there, put on appropriate clothing. You don't have to get all dressed up. You don't want to put the slacks on. You don't want to put on the shiny shoes. You don't want to put on the heels. Fine. Wear some flats, wear some comfortable boots, some loafers, whatever you have, but don't go there and flip flops. Hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. We're kicking it up. Let me take another sip. Hair. You can have hair, guys. You can have hair, ladies. But do something with it. Do not look like you just rolled out of bed when you go to an interview. You know what I mean? If you go in there and your hair is all over the place, or it's not in any kind of orderly fashion... Unless you're applying for a tour guide or something or a rock concert or you want to be 
uh, Leonard Skinner's freaking groupie, then yeah, go in there with your go in there with your hair all over the place. But if you want to go to like a professional setting, somewhere where people will be like, okay, how are you doing, Mister So and So? How are you doing, Mrs. So and So? You need to maintain that hair. You need to maintain that groom, right? Um, now, the people that I run into a lot of the times in my line of work, trying to help them get jobs, they literally come out of the house in whatever they wore yesterday or the day before. And I give them, you know, advice, go back in the house, change your clothes, this and that, and they come back out and they change. But sometimes some of them don't change. But sometimes they have low self-esteem. We're kind of switching a little bit. They have low self-esteem and they get depressed and things like that. But they're like, nobody wants to be my friend. Nobody wants to hang around me. Um, not saying you have to put on a shirt with a smiley face, but if you've got mustard stains on your clothes, if you've got holes in your pants, uh, if you got green, red, yellow, and purple hair, uh, people aren't going to warm up to you unless you're at a rave. If you're at a rave and everybody's dropping acid and taking ecstasy, oh, they'll be your best friend. But in the modern world where most people spend their time, except for on the weekends possibly, uh, you got to be in order. You know, if you have dreadlocks, long hair, Pull it back, keep it maintained, get it retwisted, get it cut, get it trimmed, whatever. If you have uh, no hair, right? Well, I'm not going to say if you're bald, but I mean, if you have like a low hairstyle or something like that, if you're a guy, get the brush, brush it, comb it. You're a lady, brush it, comb it. I mean, if you can't run a comb through it or roll a brush over it, uh, and it's not locked up or in some kind of braids or something like that, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if it's just all matted down to the floor, it's a problem. I'm not getting on anyone specific. I'm just talking right now. Letting the coffee talk. Telling you about if you want to go in there and put your best foot forward for a job, groom your hair. Now, at the same time, there are just some things we can't avoid. If you're a, a healthy individual, we're talking anywhere from 250 pounds to 450 pounds. Your, your clothing options are limited unless you have deep pockets, deep pockets. If you have deep pockets, then you can go out there and buy a suit that'll make you look like a million dollars. But if you don't have those kind of pockets, then you kind of just subject it to whatever you could afford at the clearance rack, uh, which most of the times isn't going to be the best, best option. But do what you got to do. So you get excluded. You get a pass. You get a pass. There's nothing you can do about it. Now, don't put on those sweatpants. Uh-uh. They make pants for you. Find them or make them. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just not going to cut it. You know, rolling into an interview in, in, in sweatpants. We're, we're not having it. Now, what else? Tattoos. That's another thing. A lot of people, um, you know, they get these uh, tattoos, which are cool. I, I, I love tattoos. I don't have any. I'm afraid of needles. Truth, truth be told, I'm, I'm afraid of needles. I don't like anything sharp. Um, I got my tongue pierced, but that was it. It was just a one little boop, and that was it. You barely even felt it. But a tattoo, can't deal with it. Anyway, tattoos. Um, if you're trying to get a job in the quote-unquote professional world, don't put any tattoos on your faces. If you're not coming from some tribe or some Hawaiian family or 
somewhere in the Amazon and the tattoo has some type of meaning, some significance, do not put an ice cream cone on your face. You know who I'm talking about. Gucci man, you heard of him, right? Look at any of those people on TV with the, the doing the rap and they got the tattoos on their face that don't make any sense. Those guys aren't trying to work. Those guys aren't trying to get a job in the world that we're living in. People listening to this, people studying English, no, they're not trying to get a real job. Now, if if you do have a tattoo on your face, then obviously you've already made your choice. You know what kind of career you want to do. Maybe you're a rock star, maybe you're a musician, artist, something like that. You're never going to have to be um, in an office somewhere unless it's your own company, but working for somebody else and saying, hi, welcome to the Four Seasons. How may I help you? You can't do that if you've got a big teardrop down the side of your eye or uh, a tattoo on your neck that you can't cover up with the collar. There's just a lot of things. There's a lot of things to consider when you get up and get up, get dressed in the morning. When you make decisions about your hair, you make decisions about your clothes and decisions about how you carry yourself. And that's also another thing. We'll talk about body posture. Let's take a short break. I don't even know how I feel about this Reese's Pieces um, cappuccino right now. Have you ever eaten Reese's Pieces? They're good, right? But would you stick a straw in a Reese's cup and drink it? I don't think so. That's what this tastes like. It's like one big Reese's Pieces. I mean, I know it said Reese's Pieces cappuccino, but dang. I mean, it literally tastes like a Reese's Pieces and nothing else. I mean, you feel the caffeine. The caffeine is radiating off the cup. The sugar is pulsing, but this is a straight up Reese's Pieces turned into a cappuccino. Mm. Probably won't be buying it again, but I wanted to try something different. That's something that I've been getting on my mom about is about doing things different. She, she goes to the store, she buys the same things most of the time. I go to the store, I buy the same things, but I said, you know what? She loves ice cream. May have told you this, may have not, but she loves ice cream. She always goes to the store, gets vanilla ice cream because she likes to eat it with the cookies. I'm like, Mom, how, how many years you been eating vanilla ice cream? Baskin Robbins has 31 flavors. How many you tried? Three. So what I've been having her do is every time we go to the store and she wants to buy ice cream, is I make her buy a different kind. So what'd she buy the other time? She bought some banana split ate it, said it was interesting. This week she bought uh, a flavor called birthday cake. And then I think she bought some strawberry, one of those those random um, combinations they have. But yeah, I encourage you to um, try something different. If you're somebody who's always like, let me get a Pepsi, let me get a Pepsi, let me get a Coke, let me get a Sprite, let me get a Fanta. Try a different soda. There's like a hundred of them. Pick one. I mean, you got to explore the world. We're only here for a minute. Might as well enjoy it, right? All right, back to the story. So, Body posture. Now, how people carry themselves says a lot. These are what you call the nonverbal gestures, or the nonverbal signals that people are putting out. It's 90% what you don't say, 10% what you say that makes a difference in your communication. So that means the conversation is almost already over before you even say hello, if that makes sense to you. That's how big of an impact your body posture, your gestures, how you carry yourself makes a difference. If you walk in with your head up, making eye contact, walking in the room, shoulders back, broad, clear, and then when you open your mouth and speak, you have, you have the conversation. 
But if you come in, you're looking at the floor, and you're dragging, hungover from last night, didn't get enough sleep, eyes bloodshot, hair all over the place, clothes hanging off, you no know, belt on, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. You can, you can forget it. Nobody's going to take you seriously. On the clock or off the clock. I'm going to say this person doesn't even care enough about themselves to take a shower, you know, to take pride in how they, they present themselves to others. Now, that's why it's important to boost self-esteem, but that's a whole other situation. Um, but I'm just talking about right now when people are going to try to get jobs. Don't go in there looking like somebody you would fire. If you don't look like somebody you would hire, then there's a good chance you're somebody that they would fire. Nice. Just came up with that. Um, but I know none of you out there are doing that because um, this is the greatest audience in the world, right? And we're here breaking down some English, getting that colloquial, getting the real American English that you will not find in a textbook. You will not find this in a textbook. I guarantee you. Some of these words, but not in this order. Not in this tone, not at this 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 pace, not at this this not this generous. You you won't get it like this. It will not come to you like this. You know, there's no exact way to say something in English. We use English freely. Maybe other languages have all these rules and all these constructions, and you can only say it this way. It won't make sense if you say it that way. That's not English. We can say for, forwards, backwards, with other words, metaphors, similes, all that, all that stuff, and it still makes sense. So, like I said, I'm getting in here to about, I want to say I'm two-thirds, a little more than two-thirds of the cup. So what is that, like seven, seven-sixteenths in or something like that, maybe nine-sixteenths into the cup? Um, yeah, about nine-sixteenths into the cup. 916th, I'm sure that's some type of um, fraction. Somebody, somebody out there, break it down and get back to me and let me know what, what that equals. But I think that's a little more than two-thirds. But yeah, like I said, um, if you're going to go out there for an interview or something like that, dress appropriately. Now, off the clock when people are just, you know, putting on your regular clothes, dress appropriately. Okay? Dress appropriately for the weather. Like right now, it's freaking raining. So... You go outside, you put on some pants, you put on some shoes to protect your feet. You don't come out in flip-flops, right? You put on a shirt, you put on a jacket, light jacket, windbreaker, something like that, because it's about 40 degrees out there. You know, you might have an umbrella, something like that. But if you come out in weather like this, and you're wearing shorts, and you got on flip-flops, and you got on some shirt, uh, people are going to be like, what's this guy on, right? Nobody's going to take you seriously. Nobody's going to take you seriously. If you're on a date, unless the girl's a freaking, um, you know, party rock star or something like that, dress appropriately. You don't have to put on slacks. You can wear some nice casual jeans, nice shirt with a collar. Sure, your favorite band is ACDC, but do not wear it on your date unless you're going to a concert. But then again, a concert probably wouldn't be the, great, the greatest idea for a first date. Those are some other things, but um, I think we're going to keep this one short. Like I said, don't be weak. Do not be weak. If you're intimidated, don't let the world know. Don't, don't, don't go running and hiding and acting, treating people different just because, you know, just, just don't be weak. Don't be weak. Uh, if you're going to go get a job, dress appropriately. 
carry yourself like a professional man, professional woman. Look people in the eye, maintain eye contact, get plenty of sleep, don't go in there with bloodshot eyes, comb your hair, brush your hair, or shoot, if you have no hair, oil your scalp, you know what I mean? But uh, on that, I hope everyone out there has a safe and wonderful weekend, and I'll see you in the next one.